Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Astros. You find the show at Locked On Astros. Your team every day. Brett, where can you find you at? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and Astros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. Are you entertained, Astros fans? This was the uh, series that y'all been waiting for. The Astros scored a lot of runs, except for that one game where they scored that one run. But they scored a lot of runs otherwise. And this was one of those series that uh, kind of leaves you scratching your head. How can they score all seven, like 15 one, seven, and what did they end up with today? I lost count. <laughs> 12 runs. It's just like, what the heck? Why can't they do this every day? And it's just frustrating, but that's just what the Astros offense is this year. It's like, it's either going to be feast or famine. And uh, that's something that we could discuss on the, the Spotify Green Room. And this episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. It's changing the way we talk sports, download the app. And join us this week. We may still do one this week. We'll see. Uh, we already did one on Monday, but um, we we typically do it on Friday, Saturday, just to talk about the game, just kind of catch up since we don't do a uh, actual podcast on, over the weekend. But uh, it's changing the way we talk about sports, and the Astros are changing the the way that people are thinking about um, maybe how the Astros are viewed because the Astros are viewed by this the whole cheating scandal. And I think they're seeing now that this team is a legit team. This team is scoring a lot of runs. Yes, granted, I know it's the Texas Rangers. I know they're not a good team. They're not going to be a good team for a couple years. And they have this pretty little semi-pretty ballpark out there. And uh, they don't have this good product to play in that pretty semi-pretty yeah. ballpark. Uh, but it's just, it's for, it's, it's good to see them get this. The magic number is down to 10. The Astros still have a chance to possibly catch the Rays, but a lot has to go right for the Astros to catch them. But uh, right now, they just need to secure that second seed in the AL. And uh, they, yeah. they need to, they're probably going to face the, the White Sox if everything holds, unless they somehow catch the race. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think they're going to catch the Rays. I think they're going to be fine with the second seed. I'm fine with them being the second seed. Um, I I do not think that they will let the White Sox catch them. They um, the White Sox have 83 wins. The Astros have 86 now. The White Sox have lost two in a row. They've they're four and six in their last ten games. The Astros are seven and three. I like the second spot. I like the first two games, the ALDS being in H-Town. I think that's going to bode well for us. We played the White Sox very well in Houston, and this this offense is firing. I mean, Chas McCormick, 12 home runs and 244 at-bats. I mean, he can he comes in there and just hits, hits bombs. And I swear sometimes when the guy swings, he looks a lot like Jeff Bagwell. I know he doesn't have the stance, but there's something about when he swings, when he makes contact with the ball, that just the way his bat goes goes through goes through the strike zone, he looks a lot like Bagwell when he hits home runs. And I, you know, I love the fact tonight that you got that you got home runs from multiple people. You got doubles from multiple players, Eric. It was phenomenal. And you, Luis Garcia made an unscheduled start because Framber was scratched due to having a cut on his index finger of his throwing hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so. 
Um, this was a great game all around. It was great for the Astros to get the win, and they pretty much, I think, set themselves up, and I do not see them moving at all up or down in the standings. You do know that this was Chaz McCormick's first home run since August 6th. It's been a while. It's, it's still it's still 12 home runs and 244 at-bats. He right. also hasn't had a ton of playing time either. So um, his playing time has been reduced since the emergence of a young Jake Myers. Um, but what I'm saying is, is you've got these guys that have the ability to hit, um, right. hit for power. And, I mean, Tucker is just a contact machine right now. And, I mean, Eric, we're not even missing Michael Brantley. I mean, we miss Michael Brantley, but this offense is doing it without the most consistent hitter on the planet. Uh, so I do want to I do want to talk about the offense of today's game, but I think today's story is what happened with Frommer Valdez and the fact that he could not get the start. And apparently, it's not a big long term deal. Um, apparently, it's a freak thing, according to Dusty Baker. Uh, not a freaky thing, but a freak accident. So um, the uh, he sustained a cut during batting practice after bracing himself on the outfield wall while in apparent uh, pursuit of a fly ball. And it was a light slice on his pitching hand. So it wasn't like a Freddy Krueger slice, but it's more of a uh, paper cut slice type of thing. So uh, <laughs> did you like, did you look up types of slices on fingers before no. the show? Okay. No, I've watched Freddy Krueger before. And so I'm, I'm giving you our time. But um, so he was, uh, there's a possibility that he could have started today's game, but apparently yesterday, uh, they they told Luis Garcia, hey, there might be a chance you're going to start tomorrow. Uh, Valdez um, cut himself, so get ready in case you have to do it. Uh, but this opens up a whole can of worms for the Astros for this weekend series. And I do want to kind of address that. Before uh, the show, we had no idea. We were going to speculate about who is going to do it, but we have some breaking news about that, that we will talk about that right now. Uh, but uh, one of the options was Peter Solomon. He was an option to come up. Uh, he, the last time he pitched uh, was perfect for him to pitch uh, on Friday, uh, but he's not going to be the answer. The answer is going to be Brandon Belak will be making a uh, spot start, and it's probably going to be some type of piggyback with Christian Javier or something. So I can see Brandon Belak possibly going, let's say, four innings. Can I go five? Can he four, five, five, four, five? What do you think? I just I just don't want him to give up any runs. I don't care how many innings he goes. I just don't want him to give up a lot of runs. I want him to be on. Um, the last couple of times he's been out pitching, he's he's done a good job. Um, and so we know that um, Belak has a capability. I mean, he has big league starter capability stuff. He just has not been able to command his pitches. And um, so I'm thinking for – I'm happy with four. Bring in Christian Javier, let him pitch three and a half, four innings, and then go to your bullpen. I think it's fine. I think against the Diamondbacks, it'll be pretty much an easy win going out there. Belak just has to do his job. We're facing an old Astro that we traded for Grinky and Josh Rojas, and we also are facing Seth Beer. Um, so that will be interesting to uh, to you know see those guys. Yeah, I may, may have to have a cold one in memory of Seth Beer this weekend. So in um, memory, he's not dead. <laughs> well, I don't know, but uh, this, this could have been a excellent, excellent marketing um, thing for the Houston Astros. And a lot of people would have bought beer 30 and that, that could have been excellent for the Houston Astros. But uh, yeah, in a second, we'll go and talk about Luis Garcia. Luis Garcia came out. He didn't really have 
like the best, best stuff, but he's still, even when he doesn't have the best stuff, he still goes out there and pitches great. He only gave up one run. I, I mean, I know. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. he sucked or anything. I'm just saying that um, he actually, yeah, he gave up that one run. Yeah, he still pitches great, but he just, yeah. he does, even when he doesn't have his best stuff, he, he, um, he still does get good. And on Sunday, it's still TBA right now. So they're hoping Frommer Valdez is going to be available. Right. But we don't know if he's going to be available. And so we'll have to see what's going to happen. So it's kind of makes you wonder if he needs a built bar to kind of help him. I don't know if yeah. Bilt Bar will help him with uh, get yeah. over that. But he probably him. needs yeah, he probably needs a band-aid on his finger, but built bar is actually a good a good solution because if you're feeling down, if you're feeling tired, if you're like, man, I gotta go work out, but I, w- I want to have a snack. I don't want to eat too much or eat something too heavy. Built Bar is a perfect place to go. It's wrapped in 100% chocolate. It is great for the healthy, conscious guy or girl. Get this, 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories ranging per bar, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. They have grasshopper cookie. They have raspberry. They have double chocolate, salted caramel, orange. They have it all. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the USA track and field team. I think that's pretty cool myself. So do this. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and go to built.com. You'll get the same discount that we as regular customers get. BuiltBar.com, the best bar in the biz. Okay, I think this is super awesome. Uh, Jay Roberts and uh, Mr. Corona both uh, put in the message board at exact same time what the Diamondbacks road record was, 19 and 56. I don't know if that was on the post-game show or not, but uh, that's awesome. And so the Astros might have a chance to uh, get a victory. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I know that Lance McCullers would be pitching in Saturday's game. And so that uh, he always seems to p- pitch a lot better at home. And so uh, if Frommer Valdez can pitch on Sunday, that'll be great. You'll have those two uh, great pitchers. So now Friday will be kind of a bullpen game because uh, Belak has pitched pretty good. He has gone. Uh, he did say Grinky would start on Sunday. Okay. I must have missed, missed that. Okay. So Grinky would start on Sunday. Okay. All right, so Grinky will start on Sunday. I must have missed that um, text message. I mean, not text message. Uh, obviously, Dusty's not. Yeah, d- yeah, <laughs> Dusty's t- texting Eric. Dusty's like, "Hey, what's up, Eric?" Um, no. Okay, I see it now. So on Friday, it's gonna be be Belak versus Bumgarner. On Saturday, it'll be McCullers versus Castellanos, and on Sunday, it'll be Grinky versus Gallon. Okay, so uh, Gallon yeah. is the Gallon is the rookie that uh, threw through the no hitter his his like major league debut, right? Okay. Yes. And then according to Albert, uh, he says that he's hoping that Frommer will be uh, able to pitch on Monday. Yeah. That's a good call. See, we got, we got great, we got great listeners. Uh, so we got some, we got some high level baseball thinkers helping us out. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. I just saw it on uh, Chandler Rome too. So, uh, the Astros went 14 and five this season versus the Rangers. So, um, all, so I think this, um, this uh, fan-sided guy uh, who was trying to throw smack at the Astros is just a little butt hurt about the Astros taking uh, care of his team this year. So, and the Astros were nine and zero at Minute Maid Park versus Rangers, and five and five at Globe Life Field. I think the reason why the Astros were st- uh, struggled a little bit was um, uh, Dulles um, Garcia was kind of um, really crushed the Astros at home. But the Astros took care of business in this series. They won three to one, and they outscored the Astro the Rangers. 
I have it somewhere. It's like 35 to what was the final number? 35 to something. I put it down somewhere, but uh, it was a lot of runs. Let's just say it was 35 and a lot of runs. <laughs> so, hey, um, you know, I am heels in here and he's asking what hitter is impressing us the most this year. Um, he said, and he knows it isn't over the year, but for him, he's going to go with Jake Myers. Um, of all the hitters this year, Eric, who would you say stands out to you as, I guess, the most impressive overall performance? Overall, um, I would I would have to say uh, I would have to say Tucker. I mean, I think Tucker is it's kind of coming out. This is his come out party. This is the him. I know he's played he played really good last year, but this is his kind of saying that um, he's this is him saying I'm an MVP candidate. I'm a I'm a guy that's flexing this year. He's he's kind of got his own little um, home run celebration now. So I think that this is him kind of saying that this is his year. This is he is the kind of becoming the MVP. But you know what? somebody's kind of trying to take the MVP talk back and it may be a little bit too late for this season, but if he takes the MVP uh, talk back during the playoffs, that's be really good for Houston Astros. And that's Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman is looking great. He's uh, I did watch that documentary and the video, and that was great seeing um, how he kind of, uh, now we understand a little bit why he was struggling, why he didn't come back so early. He was not ready. He admitted that he was not ready. But now we saw him at one point. I know he kind of struggled um, in his last two bats or one about whatever it was. But at one point during the game, he was back at 300. That was a big deal for Alex Bregman. I know he looked up at that uh, at that scoreboard and he was like, "I'm back at 300." That meant something to him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So, uh, yeah, so so I think for me, um, I was I was expecting Kyle Tucker to have this kind of year because that was my prediction for the Astros MVP at the beginning of the season. I just I know what kind of complete hitter it is. I know the scouting reports that I've read. I know that the many articles and the in the speculators have said about him, and he's been one guy that they've been correct about. Um, but like is being mentioned by some of our um, some of our listeners here and and you know people watching is it is very hard to ignore Tyler Osborne says to ignore the comeback that Bregman is having and another point um, Larry the GM put up he goes he goes I see all these people on Twitter arguing about remember the other day we were talking about the the order in the lineup pretty much one through eight they they all have an OPS over like eight hundred. And he goes, as long as the number nine hitter is the lowest on the on the team, it doesn't matter who's batting one through eight. And that's what is so special about this team, because now you start getting into these discussions. Which lineup is better? Not team, which lineup? 17, 18, 19, or 21? I wouldn't go 20, but 21. Like 21, like you've got to put them in the conversation because top to bottom, this is a complete lineup, and this is a lineup that, that that sports young players that are doing big things. I mean, Jose Siri in his 14 at-bats has seven strikeouts, but the other six, six at-bats are hits. He's batting 400. So they're getting the job done. And like you said, Chaz McCormick hit his first home run since August yeah. 6th. His playing time has been reduced, but he's contributed, and he continues to contribute. Right. This team, Eric, is loaded. They may go in as the number two seed, but they are the team to beat. Not the Rays, right. not the White Sox, not the Red Sox, not even the Blue Jays. The Houston Astros are the premier team to beat. And if you're going to beat them, you're going to have to outscore them, period, end of story. 
All right, I'm here. I guess if you said surprise, I I guess I would have to go Jake Myers as well because he's a guy that kind of came out of nowhere and he's kind of taken over center field for the most part. I know that Siri played center field today and he got his first um, put out at second base and that was a great throw. It was a little bit of miscommunication between him and Kyle Tucker, but uh, he he at third strike to second base and uh, they got the runner out. Uh, and Siri uh, is striking out a lot. But when he doesn't strike out, he gets hit. That's exactly. It's, no, it's and that's of, it's the kind thing. of a weird situation. Yeah, no, yeah. And that's why, and that's why I mentioned that. He's still contributing. Everybody in this lineup is contributing. And we don't have Michael Brantley right now, Eric. Right. We don't even have Brantley in there. And we're still like like it's to me, it's it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling what we have. And I, I think I think some people are going to be unpleasantly surprised that aren't fans of the Astros when you see the Astros and what they do to other teams in the playoffs. I think it's going to be a slaughter fest. I really do. And if it's not, I, it, it'll be the biggest shock of 2021 for me. Yeah, and the Skeeters did clinch the Western Division uh, in AAA today, so congratulations. So the Astros are not just the best team in the America, the AL West. The Skeeters are the best in the uh, AAA West. So uh, we'll have to see what's going on there. So Jake Myers is uh, doing pretty good. Carlos Correa, uh, he is one home run away from his career high. So if he reaches that uh, career high this year, he's uh, his numbers are always, already looking good. So he is putting him himself up for a big payday. And guys, if you want a big payday, why don't you check out betonline.ag and they can help you get that big payday. That's right. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's right. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. Apparently, Tony thinks by next Thursday the Texans will be three and zero. And if you want to watch <laughs> them go three and zero, you need Directv. Tony, I love your optimism, but they got the Browns, man. Um, and I actually. Um, I did a little thing, NFL carousel today, representing the uh, Texans, and we flipped it. We had to defend the opponent, and so I gave my reasons why the Browns were going to trounce the uh, Texans. I think I won the debate, and I hope I'm wrong. Uh, the Texans had a great first week, but Chubb, uh, Mayfield, uh, Miles Garrett, I mean, I don't know, man. The Browns what are for real. Direct TV, Brett? Oh, Direct TV. See, and if you want to watch the game next week, and you're basically what happens is so many people, they have a cell phone, they have a computer, they have a device, they have their best friends, moms, cousins, brothers, roommates, um, password for the good stuff, right? But I want to tell you just a simple way to do it, to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get all your TV together. 
It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so that you can watch your favorite sports, TV, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part is there's no annual contract. So get rid of all the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com, compatible device required. Content varies per package. All right, so I know we've been complaining a lot about the Astros bullpen, and uh, they've made some adjustments. Uh, they they made some trades at the deadline. Uh, you'll be happy to know that at the trade deadline, I believe they were around 14th in terms of ERA. They're moving on up. Uh, in terms of the whole season, they are now ninth overall with 3.97 ERA. Uh, their whip is moving on up as well. They are 11th uh, with a 1.29 ERA. And uh, so they're doing a little bit better. So uh, you you have some other stats to kind of tell us. About. Yeah, since yeah since since basically August first, the they are they are actually third in strikeouts per nine innings. That is behind the Brewers and the um, and the White Sox. They are they they are they are 14th overall. But this team, Eric. Um, to sport the third best strikeouts per nine inning for the struggles that this bullpen has had, I think is huge. And we have seen flashes of brilliance. Of course, we've seen a few hiccups here and there. The bottom line is this. Are they the best bullpen in the league? No. Have they improved? Yes. Do they have the run support? Yes. So there's not as much pressure on Sometimes. this bullpen. But more but times than not. Hit. Yes, they well, have run support. Right, but they they literally they have the second largest run differential in the American League. When did they, they have two hundred? No, listen, <laughs> they have the largest run differential lead right now in the league over Tampa and Toronto by almost thirty runs. That's about it's about 27, 28 runs, and so they're at plus two hundred one, and the the only. Dude, the Giants are plus 181. I mean, the Giants don't even score as many runs as the Astros compared to what they give up. That bodes well perfectly for this team. Your pitchers don't have to be perfect. They just have to be really good. And when they're really good, I think it helps that you have these guys that have the OPS of 800 or more. Um, and so um, it is definitely one of the one of the things that I really hope is the unsung – I hope the relief pitchers are the unsung heroes of the playoffs, Eric, because they have been drugged through the mud. They've had to go through a lot. They've had to do with a lot of injuries. Remember, COVID protocols, all kinds of stuff, guys going up and down, the trade, all this stuff. There's been a lot of turmoil to where you would think that this team would not be in the position that they're in right now. If I Like if I listed all the struggles they've gone through this year, all the injuries, you would say there's no way they end up second in the American League right now. So yeah, it's it's definitely with as much as they've missed Bregman this year. That's the biggest loss. Anybody that uh, misses a player like Alex Bregman, uh, you would oh, think huge. that they would be struggling. But uh, thanks to Ledmus Diaz and yeah, um, a huge. I'll I'll go and say it just for giggles since he's not here anymore. Thanks to the contributions of Rebel Garcia. There you go. He Are you happy? One, Are you happy? He, no, I, I wasn't even gonna say it. He had one walk off hit. Come on, now see. <laughs> See, I, I think you're feeling guilty no. for abandoning Robel no, Garcia. No, no, no. <laughs> See, hey, I, hey. I don't even know who plays. I can't remember who played third base all that time. So. I, I did not bring it up. Who brought it up? That guy. 
that guy brought it up, not me. No, I didn't. I didn't say anything tonight. Uh, I closed the show with it. We love Rovell. <laughs> yeah. So the White Sox have a one uh, thirty-three uh, run differential. Uh, they're eighty-three wins. The Astros have eighty-six wins. So uh, the team you're you're mentioning the Giants. What the Giants have is they have a, a much better bullpen than the Astros do, and they they definitely rely a lot on the home runs. And uh, if, if you look at the Giants roster, you would not think that they would be hitting a lot of home runs like that. So. Right. Uh, <laughs> So, See, you brought it up. You brought it up. No, They're making sure that you're okay. The rebel, but, oh, uh, they were okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, so uh, it's okay, guys. I don't care about Rebel. I'm more sad about Jacob Wilson. Not um, anyway. So no, I'm actually uh, glad that Marwin Gonzalez is back on team. I think even though he only has two hits on this roster, and uh, I, I'm with uh, Chandler Rome on this. Why was uh, Marwin Gonzalez not on the field today? I mean, that this has been perfect time for him to get some playing time. You know, it, it's a garbage game. I mean, not garbage game, but garbage time. <laughs> Sorry, let me rephrase right. that. So, no, no, let, I let's talk about this game. Uh, somebody, I think Jay Roberts earlier asked about uh, who wins the rookie of the year. And a lot well, of he said for the Astros, he said, um, who wins the Astros rookie of the year? Duh. <laughs> it's yeah. Been, it's got to be Luis Garcia. Garcia. He's got his 11th win today. Uh, like I said, he wasn't sharp, but uh, he still pitch well, good enough to get the win 3.37 era he had the three walks today five hits but he still has a way of pitching out of trouble he's seven losses on the season but this is a guy that nobody knew about before last season the only reason why he got a sniff of anything last year was because of the covid situation and they yeah. it was all hands on deck and that's why he got them he got a chance last year but this guy sees that chance, and now you see he's one of the Astros' best uh, kind of uh, options, and, and he, this guy could be here for the long haul. You know, I really – I remember the first time when he pitched. He pitched one or two innings, right, against Oakland last year. Um, I remember watching him pitch and his windup going, who is this guy? Well, that is a odd windup. Look, he's got long – like, just everything about him was not, like, prototypical – Pitcher, you know, the long ponytail, the like they call the cha-cha slide now. But I, I think he has really cemented his place with this team, period, end of story. I mean, he has done this in convincing fashion. It will be interesting to see how hitters adjust to him next year when he has another season under his belt, kind of his sophomore season. But for right now, he's very dependable. He's a young pitcher. He pitches with confidence, Eric. He doesn't look like he gets nervous. He doesn't look like he gets rattled. And that's like one of the things like you look at Anoli Paredes. I think Anoli Paredes gets, gets, gets really rattled. He's really erratic on the mound where Luis Garcia is a lot like, um, you okay. What are you doing? Cha cha cha. I don't know. Oh, okay. That was, (laughs) it was really weird. You were, you were, I didn't know what was going on there. So here is, so Larry, the GM brings up, I love this. Okay. He says, these players are under control into Altuve 2025. Bregman, um, 2025. Alvarez, 2026. Tucker, also same year. McCormick and Myers and Siri, 2027. McCullers, 2027. Valdez, 2026. Christian Navier and Jose Arquiti. So basically, we have this team for like the next, what, three seasons, four seasons? I mean, Guys, this is a run. This is like, I'm not even lying. This is going to be better than the Atlanta Braves run. Remember when the Atlanta Braves won all those division titles, They but they didn't win any, like, real, like they won one World Series? 
Like this is a team that I think can do better than that. I really do. I mean, I'm not saying we have the starting four like the Glavin and the Maddox, and I'm not comparing them to those guys, but we had the chance to have a real dynasty here. Like a 30 for 30 movie made at the end in like in like 2030 about this Astros organization and how everything started in 2015, how they got bogged down with controversy in 2017 and overcame it and continued to win. Wow. Hey guys, um, I see y'all uh, saying that we need to do a Luis Garcia cha 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 challenge on TikTok. Uh, can y'all wait till I can actually walk and then maybe I can actually do it? But the season probably, will be over, won't it? Yeah, but yeah, y'all can go do. It. Y'all youngins can do it, and I'll, I'll yeah. Hey, y'all can do it. You can tag us in yeah, it, tag us. and then someone comes up with the dance. I will imitate it. Um, you know, I I will do my best, and you know. We'll, we'll get it going viral. How's that? So, so in 21 at-bats this year, Jose Siri has nine strikeouts. Is that something to concern yourself about? But he also he, has nine he, hits. So he yeah, has the same he amount just of came up. hits. I, know. I mean, he just came up. So, no, I don't – I mean, he's a rookie. He's – but he's 26. So yeah, he's – his he's OPS – wait, is this updated? This may be updated. I don't well, actually, this is updated. Never mind. This is actually updated. Okay, never mind. So uh, I take that back. In uh, 16 at-bats, he has seven strikeouts. So I take that back. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I said that earlier. He had seven strikeouts. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't know that this is updated. So I was actually doing But he's batting that. 438 with yeah. two home runs, five RBIs, and three stolen bases. You know his OPS is? 1,283. That's yeah. why I said no, this guy you hear is me about make... his OPS? 1,283. Yeah. But it's a, it's a small sample size. So, um, but it's a small sample size. It's only 16 at bats. And so did, we'll, we'll see what he can do in extended playing time with Michael Brantley. And I know somebody was talking about it in the chat earlier, but yes, uh, it's good to see these young guys playing. And uh, this is a all rookie outfield that played today, except for Kyle Tucker, I guess at the end of the game, it was all rookie um, outfield. So uh, yeah. That, and, but, the reason why I think that Jose Siri is going to make the playoff roster is for his speed. He already has those three stolen bases, and you you can see his defense in outfield. I think he's going to make the playoff roster just for that, and so we'll we'll have to see what happens. But um, so definitely uh, looking at the offense from today, the Astros had 15 hits, 12 runs. Uh, they had eight walks, 10 strikeouts. Um, overall, it was a pretty good game. Jake Myers had a good game at a stolen base. Um, you had three double plays. Um, you're going to have those when you have a lot of runners on base, but you had the bullpen come in. You had, the, um, I want to say the C squad, I guess you could say the C squad. I don't know. You're, you're stuck on these letters, calling these squads, different things. Um, who is it? Let's see. It's a oh, uh, oh Garcia, Phil uh, Maton, and then, uh, Josh James, Josh James, the C squad. <laughs> I'm sure they'll appreciate that when they hear it. <laughs> no, um, actually, but, uh, Larry, uh, he's asking Siri or Marwin. Um, I actually have both of them on there and not going with the third catcher. I know that's kind of risky, but uh, it's either, in my opinion, it's um, Siri is the automatic and it's between Marwin Gonzalez and Garrett Stubbs. And that's assuming that Jason Castro is healthy. So that that's where I, cause I, I did see your roster on uh, your site and I was just, I, I, I kind of compared after I made mine. So um, I would say uh, just for the playoff experience, you need Marlon Gonzalez on team, but I can see the benefit of having the purpose for having a Siri 
is pinch hitting for a um for pinch hitting for a uh Maldonado or a Castro late in the yeah, game and, running. I mean and I think I think I think someone like him, um, if you if you don't go with the third catcher like you know Larry the GM is suggesting, um, I think the young player over Marwin, you you get a guy that's that's young enough and naive enough to not to know that he's not like Oh, he's he's supposed to be nervous. He's young. He's a rookie. He doesn't care. I mean, this guy Siri just plays. I mean, he just has a blast. Um, I I do like the third catcher idea, Eric. And the more I think about it, not just because Larry the GM says it, but because Garrett Stubbs actually can hit. Um, I don't know if you saw. You know, like I said, he hit a lot, and he yeah. did very well in AAA. I think you give him a bat and you let him come in late in a game, and he could ignite that ninth position if you need it. If you're in a close three to two game against the White Sox, someone like that could come in. And it's just it's just one of those things where um at the end of the day, the Astros are going to make a very That was pretty big, bad. Oh, hold on. The Astros are gonna make, I think, the best decision possible. I don't think it's a guarantee that Marwin makes this roster. Right. I know. But I think I think there's a very I think there's more than 50-50 shot that he does. That's why I said it's it's in my eyes it's between Marwin Gonzalez and Garrett Stubbs and it's honestly it doesn't matter what I say it doesn't matter what Larry GM says it doesn't matter what you say Brett uh, it's all it's all depends on what it uh, does too matter I'm joking <laughs> it matters what Dusty Baker says and his two pick I think his two pick is what tells him what to do what uh, who's going to be on the roster so um so anyway um anyway so uh we'll see what happens uh but i'm excited to see seth beer play i know he hit a home run in his first game i'm excited to see the 19, i'm excited to watch him strike out 19 and what was it 19 and 56 road record uh diamondbacks i forgot what the actual record was but it was so far back but uh, the Diamondbacks are not good on the road so that's going to be advantage astros the magic number for the astros is 10. Uh, so that means that we're looking for any combination of Astros. Um, no, I said Larry the GM. That's your name, right? So uh, I just said that. So did I say GM or? No, he said, wait, I am the GM with a question mark. He's making a statement saying, wait, I'm the GM. Because you okay. said we're not the G anyways. You, you, it totally went over your head. You missed the okay. point. Go ahead. Keep going. All right. Anyway, so um, we'll see what happens. A mad bum. Uh, this guy threw a no-no. That was a no-no this year. So uh, we'll see. Uh, he's kind of had an up and down season this year. So he's been more bum than mad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got the puns, and we had a, a very bad pun here that um, I'm gonna go and put back up. Uh, Jose plays very seriously. Uh, so that was pretty bad there, uh, but good one there. So. Anyway, I, I think that we'll see some uh, good play this weekend, and the Astros just need to take care of business. So that way they can set up rotation, especially if you're going to play the White Sox. You need to have Lance McCullers on the mound, game one, at Minute Maid Park. Uh, he, needs to be, he does not need to be playing in Chicago. You need to have him game one at Minute Maid Park. And then uh, I think Framer Valdez, assuming he's healthy, needs to be pitching in game two. And then from there, it's uh, really a pick em. Uh See uh, – I guess you go with uh, Grinky based on his experience in game three. And then you go with Luis Garcia in if uh, do or die game, game four. Cause do you really think about it guys? Uh, well, 
I guess it wouldn't be a well, depending on the situation. It, it, I guess it wouldn't be a do or die. I guess it depends on the record, but um, but if you, I think you'd want Luis Garcia in a if it's um if it's a opportunity to win, uh, you want Luis Garcia over uh, Zach Greinke. So yeah, I just I just find it hard to believe that Dusty Baker is going to let a veteran like that Eric to slip that far down to number four. To, to us, it makes sense. But like you said, it doesn't matter what we say. It matters what Grinky. It matters how Grinky feels. It matters how Brent Strom feels about Grinky in those matchups. And that's and that's where they're, they're going to have all the analytics in front of them. They're going to have all these all these reports. And we're just going to have to trust that they might that they make the right decision. And if the Astros sweep the White Sox, it's all going to be right decisions. If they if they if they split Sweet one one revenge for twenty fifth uh, two thousand five sweet revenge oh yeah dude <laughs> dude I gotta I hate I hate the White Sox I can't stand them so yes I don't I don't care how we beat them I just want to beat them bad yeah. and I want them to remember us I I, I want to run through the playoffs the first couple rounds like we did last year we get to ALCS I want to kick whoever's tail is there I don't care if it's the Blue Jays I don't care if it's the Rays. I just want to freaking sweep. I don't want, like, I want us to, like, run ruck shop through the American League, Eric. I do. Because I want to play the Dodgers. Screw the Giants. Screw everybody else. I want to play the Dodgers, and I want to see the Astros kick that L.A. A-double-S. I'm serious. I do. Because I can't stand the Dodgers. Like, Satan and the Dodgers is a close second for me. Can't stand them. Hate L.A. Hate the Dodgers, period. All righty then. Well, <laughs> come on, man. You don't. You, you you all know you think the same thing. I'm just the only one willing to say it. <laughs> so, all right. I think that's all we got. So, guys, have a great weekend. Uh, hopefully, we're watching some great baseball, and uh, we're gonna do a. Uh, I think we have tickets for uh, games coming up, or maybe so. We will. We will have some tickets for games. We also will have a four pack of tickets to the Houston Open. That is in Houston. It's a golf tournament. We're going to give them away. You have to be able to go. You can't be like, well, I want them, but I can't go. You have to be able to go to this. It's uh, four passes to this golf tournament. Four. And those aren't cheap. So um, be be looking for them. All righty. So, guys, that's all we got for tonight's Locked On Astros podcast. Thank you for listening. Keep, continue to subscribe to us on YouTube and keep on listening on Odyssey, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to that Locked On Astros podcast. Keep on doing it. Keep on subscribing. Keep on giving us a thumbs up. And uh, don't forget to check out the Locked On Bets podcast. And I'm sure they're going to have the Astros as favorites. Uh, that, that's what the everybody has the Astros as favorites to go to the World Series this year. And uh, keep on listening and go Stros, and we'll see you on uh, Sunday, aka Monday, for the next uh, Locked On Astros podcast.